What is up, Arizona high school basketball fanatics? Welcome back to the Arizona Small Ball Podcast. Big Reyes, I know you're doing amazing today. The 3A and the 2A brackets are now officially live. And I know we're so excited to break this thing down. Um, Reyes, I got to ask you, did you get to watch the AIA AZ Preps bracket reveal show? I woke up at 9.15 this morning. I slept through my alarm. Are you you didn't even watch it live? I didn't watch it live. So I had to, I clicked in it and then I was like, oh bro, man. That's like, a swing and a miss for you, man. So I literally, bro. So like I like checked it and then I was like, damn, like who's matched up with who? And so then I had like cuz it wasn't like they didn't like put it on the brackets yet. So I had to like click on every team to see who they were matched up with. It's super fun to watch all of the reveal of the teams. Gosh, and, I know, you know dude. God. It, well, I mean, you missed it this morning, so apparently it's not that big of a deal to you, big dog. Hey, dude, I was grinding yesterday. <laughs> so we're we're really excited about all of these matchups finally being set. For the 3A, we got the, the top 24 teams in the state. For the 2A now, after the play-in game, we got the top 16. And, you know, we're so excited to break this thing down for you. Reyes has been working on some awesome graphics for you guys. We're going to – you've already seen the bracket. But we know it's on everybody's mind, and we're just going to break things down, talk about some sleeper teams, talk about some Cinderella teams, maybe pick some favorites, maybe talk about some potential upsets. It's going to be a super good time. And before we get into breaking down all of these these different matchups, I want to give a huge shout-out to our sponsors over at Cloud9 Sports. They're a sports apparel company that is run by small ball coaches, and they care about the small ball schools as much as we do. So we love partnering with them. We use them for all of our events. Head on over to cloud9sports.com and use the promo code, all caps, SMALLBALLARMY. You'll get 10% off your purchase. Or you can email our guy directly, cloud9roger at hotmail.com. I promise you they'll take great care of you if you tell them that the podcast sent you so reyes let's get into this thing man let's throw up the three bracket i want to see i just i want everybody to see this awesome and this is the first time we've actually released like a full video here to the public we do it on patreon all the time but this is the first time are you are you nervous right i am never nervous yeah you just can't never. yawn as much or pick your nose or anything like that you know oh come on okay is that what we're doing dude <laughs> 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 so here is the 3a bracket and you know there's a title up here the south central region reyes why don't you talk about that a little bit because you're super excited about this dude yeah so this graphic is pretty i think it's pretty cool i think it's a lot better than what i saw hey hey hey, hey 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 easy easy hey, no yes. no, bro, on, no. <laughs> no bro no bro no this is sick dude are you kidding me i agree me? with you though i agree with you okay i'll stop right there but uh, no, yeah, I really like this graphic, and it was kind of fun because like I was trying to little play into a little bit of the March Madness kind of feel, where they always pick like a region, right? So if you look at the you know all the sixty four thirty two teams, there's like mm. a Midwest region, you know the West Coast re- West region, all that stuff. And so I was like, how can we do that just for Arizona, right? Because you can't just do everything Southwest region; cause sure. it just doesn't work. <laughs> right. So I was like looking at the Arizona map, and you know, shout out to the small ball teams you guys are kind of scattered all over the place, right? So mm-hmm. we try to pretty much just combine the regions just kind of together. And so as you can see, like Palo Verde, Florence, Sabino, Coolidge, Valley, Ironwood, Scottsdale, Christian, Fallon Hills, Thatcher, Push Ridge, Chinley, and Holbrook. Majority of those teams, despite what region they are in, if you look at the geographical region they're in, they're all in the south, right? And mm-hmm. then, you and know, some Chinley. central and like, you know, Phoenix and all that, Metro and all that. Yeah, and so then Chinley and Holbrook, you know, sorry guys, but majority rule in this mm. uh, name. 
Dang, you just went against your roadrunners, big dog. I know, dude. Like I said, majority rule, right? It's kind of hard to call it like the north something when you only have two teams really from the north. So we want to break down this first part of the graphic, and hey, I just of the bracket really, but I do want to give a huge shout out to our social media guy, Big Race. You did an awesome job with this graphic, man. I freaking love it, dude. I love seeing all the little symbols and stuff. It's it's great, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, I like it too. I hope you guys appreciate it. So a lot of work goes into that. So okay, let's talk about this, right? We're looking at this bracket here. This is the top bracket, some- by the way. This is the top end of the bracket. Let's just get this out of the way really quick. There were some there were some tears that were shed, uh, you know, leading up into this bracket show. Two teams that I can really think of that, I you know, know. They, they, they had opportunities and just at the last second they, they lose. And then we'll talk about, like, honestly, a team that has is freaking balling out right now that I think is the hottest team in the 3A. We'll get into that. But uh, let's talk about Ben Franklin. And Blue Ridge. I mean, those are two teams in this last week Man. that were fighting for their lives and nothing but love for those programs. They've got great players and they're they're great coaches, but, you know, they come up short and, you know, my heart goes out to them because, you know, most of us coaches, maybe not all coaches, but most of us coaches have been in that scenario where you just come up a little bit short and your season gets cut off before the postseason. So nothing but love for you guys. You know, Ben Franklin loses to ALA Ironwood, which drops them out into that number 23 spot. And then Blue Ridge loses last night on senior night at home against a very good Snowflake team. And that, you know, keeps them from jumping up into the playoff conversation. And because Monument Valley ended up making it to the championship game of the 3A North Tournament, Monument Valley gets that number 23 spot, and then Sabino gets that number 24 spot for being one of the top two in their region. So just really unfortunate for Ben Franklin and for Blue Ridge, but, you know, they, they live to see another year at least. You know, they'll be they'll be back next year ready to go and hungry, I'm sure. Yeah, it's pretty unfortunate. And like I said, I was able to watch the Blue Ridge game. And if you if any of you guys watched it, we won't, we won't really do like a deep dive in it, man, but Blue Ridge had them for a little bit, man. They had them. Mm-hmm. And Snowflake rallied, man, and they just were able to hold on to it a little bit. And Blue Ridge just seemed like they just kind of ran out of steam. And Snowflake just seemed to kind of pick up at the right time. So it sucks for Blue Ridge, especially when you look at that rankings and you see them. They're literally the 25 spot, right? Man, they would have been in. Literally. They would have been in. They would have been in, man. But, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, shouts out to those two teams in particular that had a you know really good season. And sorry it wasn't you guys that got in. Mm-hmm. Let's move to a positive here and let's talk about, I, in my opinion, the hottest team in the 3A right now is number 20, Thatcher. This is a team that was literally, I mean, I thought that they were completely out of the playoff conversation about two weeks ago and they have literally done everything that they needed to do in taking care of business all the way up until this point to climb all the way up to that 20 spot, right? I'm going to take you back to February the 2nd. February the 2nd. Thatcher loses a game on the road at Empire, 56-60. to 60. And if I remember right, I think that dropped them into like the 30s ranking. Correct. Since that point on February the 2nd, they have wins over Alchese, 71-57. They have wins over Coolidge at home, 38-29. to 29 points is crazy, right? So is 38. But they have that win over Coolidge. And at the time, I think Coolidge was 8 
They Correct. beat Coolidge, which propels them, I think, up to number 27 or, or 26. And then no, they went on the road at Pushridge. Or they went on the road at Pushridge, 57 to 55, a nail-biter. And they propel themselves up into that 20 spot. I mean, this is a team that, I mean, if you're being realistic here, I mean, and it's awesome. I mean, their first matchup is against Pushridge. It's a rematch of the last game of the season here for them and I mean it was right down to the wire you expect it to be very similar I mean can you think of a team that's hotter than Thatcher right now I think despite Thatcher I mean one team that really sticks in my mind and I'm pretty sure you're probably gonna call him a dark horse which it is respectfully but Sabino man hmm. <laughs> they kind of I know Sabino is right there as well but they Sabino, haven't had as as much of a of a fairy tale ending as Thatcher has though no, you're right. I, I guess because like a lot of people, but are I guess they about kind them. of had though. I mean, they, they, they've, they've been had written a good off. Ending. If, if you if you think about it, as far as it says, especially like a Cinderella story, they've been written off probably the whole time. Everybody's talking about, man, if they got their transfers in a lot earlier, this and that, mm-hmm. the season would have been different. They're a top fifteen, top ten team. All this noise, right? And you know, they just kind of kept their heads down, kept working. And if you look at it, man, they only lost one game since January. Since from mm. January to now, they lost one game, and guess who that was to? Thatcher. Empire. Empire, dude. Empire, bro. The Ravens like, were taking just soul, there, dude. dude. Hey, hey we're super. This is so random, but hey, if anybody is looking for a coaching opportunity in the South, I guess Empire's, you know, basketball position is open. Just so you guys know, I saw that the other night. So, Dang. yeah. Are you gonna Are you dude, gonna get on that, Reyes? I'm not going to Tucson. Um, <laughs> shouts out to the dirty T though. <laughs> I'll be there, uh, technically like next week for a field trip. Uh, but yeah, that's dude. empire was taking souls, man. Literally the Ravens were taking souls. They beat Thatcher. Mm. They, they beat a freaking, yeah. Um, they beat Palaver. If you look at empire, I know where I know. I know empire's not in it, but I'm just saying you look at the teams they beat, they beat Thatcher. They beat yeah, push. It's an honorable mention for sure. Dude, that's crazy, bro. But anyways, yeah. So shouts out Sabino and, uh, Thatcher for being two mm-hmm. of the hottest teams. And you said the South earlier in the season that there would be a region to be reckoned with and nobody believed you and now look at you hey here's you know who did believe me is coach milliard right and he's probably listening coach to this Milli- being like yeah yeah go south you know whatever but but yeah i mean those two teams are going to be really really interesting let's talk about this top end of the bracket you know we wanted to talk about that a little bit you know like who's some of the hottest teams coming into the tournament Let's talk about this top end of the bracket. What sticks out to you? What jumps out of the page at you about this first end of the bracket? Who got a great draw? Who is like, oh, shoot, this sucks? I don't really think anybody got a great draw here, to be honest with you. I mean, you think, think about it. Mm. Paolo and Florence, bro. Like, I would hate to see either. Hey, you're so right. I didn't even think S- about that. Until, Sabino like, really and Coolidge, are you kidding that. me? If I'm Coolidge, I'm like, gosh, dang it, dude. Because like, they just, you know, I think they did lose to Sabino early in the year. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, um, here I'll check. Yeah, for Sab- you. keep going. Yeah, yeah. Coolidge beat um, Sabino, uh, fifty-three, 53 to forty-four, mm-hmm. and that was during the time in December 18th. So Sabino didn't even have their you know transfers. 
it's so interesting, dude. This is going to be so such it, a great game. Again, so if I'm all, cool, all hosted at the higher seeds, we should say. All hosted at the higher yeah, seeds. Yeah, so this, uh, so yeah, so you look at the top end of the bracket. Uh, Palo Verde versus Florence. This will be at Florence High School. Sabino versus Coolidge will be at Coolidge. Scottsdale Christian versus Fallon Hills will be at Fallon Hills. And this game is crazy, too, because I think these two teams, if I'm not mistaken, they split one and one. Scottsdale Christian and Scott, beat Fountain And Scottsdale Hills. just beat Fountain Hills, you know. That's so, what I'm saying. I mean, so they're one and one. And a lot of it's like a lot of region matchups if you kind of like not necessarily think it about is. it. And no, then, you're right. And then you got Thatcher and Pushridge. If you're Thatcher and Pushridge, like, bro, we literally just saw you guys. Mm-hmm. We and it was a battle, man. I watched that game. It was a really fun game to watch. Just a lot of just high level, a lot of three pointers just being made, and just you know, just grit and toughness just displayed that night. Um, let's talk about Scottsdale Christian for one second because we were already talking about it. Thatcher and Push, but like we talk about a, a team coming into the tournament really hot. I mean, Scottsdale Christian. You know, we talked about we we played against them January twenty third at their place. And we ended up winning 61 to 66. And we were talking on the way home, like, man, what if that knocks Scottsdale out of the playoff race? Because their next games were Gilbert Christian, Pima, Northwest Christian, Fountain Hills, Rancho, Borgade, and then Chino, right? Like, we were just saying that's a gauntlet of, like, there's great teams in there. Scottsdale Christian, Coach Anderson's a freaking awesome coach, dude. He gets his kids to play at such a high level, and they end this season. They compete against Gilbert Christian 61 to 66, although they lose, but it was it was a great kind of trajectory for them. They beat Pima at the buzzer. Shouts out to Jackson Harrison. They lose at Northwest Christian. They have a huge win at Fountain Hills or at home against Fountain Hills, 63 to 50. And they lose against Rancho, but they beat Borgade. They do just enough to get themselves up into this 21 spot. And this is a team that's playing really well. They just beat Fountain Hills at home. Again, it's a close game. But actually, no, that's a 63 to 50. That's seven. That's 13 points. That's a 13-point game. You know how I'm terrible game. with math, bro. Hey, me and me and Coach <clears throat> tried to figure out the algorithm for AZ Preps. It was the first time I ever thought math was cool. I'm going to tell you that. Did he, just, did he just deep dive into it? Well, we were, like, looking at it, but it was just a little bit too much. I mean... Yeah. intense. No, I get that, but I mean, so I don't think anybody really got a good draw because even if you think about it, the winner of Palo Verde and Florence, you're going to Valley, right? And Valley, yeah, like I said, we know what Valley has and what they got. And you know, shouts out Luke Shaw is back. Um, Wait, what? Luke, I mean, you haven't been really following the Twitter, huh? Like, wait, like, like he's not not the post that said that he's eligible or eligible, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I I just, his injury-wise. No, yeah, injury-wise, but you know what I, I mean. haven't heard any updates on the injury. Yeah, that, that tweet was per, something, but we'll have, to, we'll have to check on that. Per ASBP, right? We'll have to check on it. No, it was just about the eligibility thing. A lot of noise was being shed on that situation, which was, I mean, dude, how funny is it that like, we have, like, small ball controversy, which I love, honestly, dude. It's, it's in, the, so funny, in our little dude. realm, dude, there's just a little bit of controversy, which is awesome. But, yeah, I mean, look at Valley Christian. Like I said, it's a tough draw. To, it's a tough first, uh, second-round matchup. Chin Lee, I think, got the short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. You play oh, Sabino, you play Sabino or Coolidge, and Ironwood. I, I mean, I, that one's a tough one, right? Like, who? Well, let's pause and talk about that twenty-four-nine Sabino Coolidge. 
nothing but respect for Chin Lee and Josiah Harvey because they're great players. And Chin Lee, of all the reservation teams in the 3A North, they played the best of all those reservation teams. Hey, but what I tell you, I wish someone could just go back into our episodes and just repeat <laughs> right, what I did. said. You did bro, say you, it. That's fair. That's bro, fair. you literally called me crazy when I said that Chin Lee's going to be a top 10 team, and you're like, dude, you're crazy. And I was like, all right, just watch. I know. You're, you're right. I, I stand corrected. Okay. Um, but they played the best out of the 3A North, and Correct. nothing but respect for Chin Lee. You know, it's a great program. But Sabino or Coolidge, Sabino or Coolidge coming out of this, I would favor them in that matchup against a Chin Lee. I just would. Hmm. Um, even though it's at home, I get that. I just would favor the other team after watching so much of the 3A North. It's just a different vibe than what's going yeah. on in other places. So, um, yeah. And then you're going to Scottsdale Christian, Fountain Hills, and Ali Ironwood. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, uh, I think – that's a tough matchup either way. I know that I think if I'm not mistaken, Ironwood's played both of these teams. Um Yeah, I am mm-hmm. checking. Ironwood right. played Scottsdale Christian early in the season and, and they I lost think by Ironwood. And Scott yeah, Ironwood beat them by nine and then Ironwood. And then Fountain also, Hills lost to Ironwood on the road forty six to sixty three. Yeah, and I think obviously, as we all know, a Coach Bonner team late in the season is a very dangerous team. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a very interesting matchup. Who gets there? And then you have Holbrook. Freaking Roadrunners, dude. You wrote them off out of the top 10 team. I told you they are going to be a top team. And they, there they are, bro. I'm just saying. Now, with that being said, though, they are going to have a very, 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 very tough second round if, I mean, either team gets by, right? But, dude, this is such a fun matchup because, like, Holbrook's, Holbrook's style of play is so different than Thatcher and Push. You know, mm, like, like the Thatcher and Push are so physical, especially Thatcher. Like, I think I Thatcher favor Thatcher. Very... I favor Thatcher to win in this matchup over Push, even though it is on the road. I just, I think, um, I think they're just playing at a different level right now. Their confidence is really high, but like this physicality of Thatcher against Holbrook is going to be really interesting. I think I would probably still favor Holbrook over Thatcher, mm. but. Man, it's just going to be a fun matchup because it's just very different types. You know, Holbrook's going to be a little bit more skilled than Thatcher is, but Thatcher's going to have definitely that that edge over them with the physicality, the rebounding. You know, Topol's going to have to have a huge game. Huge Your boy Mike is going to have to have a huge game. Mine, mine. Um, no, you're absolutely right. So, I mean, this is like I said, this is the top half of the bracket. Do you want to kind of just go down and just see who's going to be moving on to the second round? Let's go into that second. Let's go to the bottom half of that bracket. That's what you mean, right? No, I was talking about like, hey, like, who do we want? Do you want to pick who's going to win between Paolo, Florence, Sabino? No, Cruz? no. Let Let's stay there. Yeah, no. I think we're good. You know, hey, I mean, we've already kind of. Hey, I'm just saying we've made some. We've made. You want to make predictions? We can make predictions if you want. Go ahead, dude. Just no, do you want? To? We don't have to. No, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. No, let's do it, dude. You put me on the spot. Let's do it. I already gave my prediction for Thatcher and Push. I would favor Thatcher. Um, Scottsdale Christian, Fountain Hills. Oh, You're about to get crazy. Dude, that's really tough. Um, this is I'm going to favor Scottsdale Christian in this one. Uh, I think Scottsdale mm-hmm. has maybe a little bit more than a Fountain Hills. Now, Keaton Orr and all the other Fountain Hills fans listening to that are going to be like, you guys are crazy, and that is fair. You know, I get that. But Scottsdale Christian's playing at a really high level right now, and they have, I think, just a little bit more weapons than Fountain Hills does. Doesn't mean anything in a playoff game, but it, it kind of could mean something. 
Um, and then when I go up to Sabino and Coolidge, I think I would favor Sabino in this matchup over Coolidge. And I know same thing. The Bears are going to be like hating me for that. But I just I got to call it how I see it and say it like that. And then uh, Palo Verde and Florence. I'm going to have to roll with Palo Verde on that one. I favor them. Interesting. So, I, I mean, those are not bad picks. I think I'm going to go with you too as well. I mean, shouts out Coach Silva and shouts out for, you know, the Gophers for being the host for the second annual ASBP Senior Showcase. Mm. But I got to rock with the All the Smoke Tour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay on that train. I can't just hop off of it now. You know what I mean? And like I said, Coach Smith, Coach Silva, like I said, two great coaches, great people overall. But like I guess I got I to stay on the All the Smoke Tour train. Sabino Coolidge, I think Sabino. I, I think Coolidge gets it done. I think Coolidge. It, gets I, it you know, it is interesting because it's at home, and I think that makes a huge difference for Coolidge. Coolidge plays better at home. They do, and so I'm gonna go Coolidge edges out Sabino. I think it's a very close game. Fountain Hills, Scottsdale. I'm gonna go Fountain Hills. Like I guess okay. you count. You're counting out the Falcon fans. I'm not. I kinda, am you not. see, when you say it like that, you make it sound like I'm doing something like me, and I'm not counting anything out. No, I'm just not, saying I'm who saying I think's gonna eight. win. That's fair. I'm gonna go with Key and Orr. I think he can lead his team to the second round and face Ailey Ironwood. And then last but not least, Thatcher Push. I'm gonna go with Thatcher as well. I think the way Thatcher's been playing, like just so late in the season, I think it's just they're peaking at the right time, and it's a very scary team to meet in the second round. Really quick, and then we'll move on to the next part of this bracket. But Scottsdale Fountain Hills, an Eagle versus a Falcon. Like if you were to like realistically look at that, who do you think has the edge? Isn't an Eagle bigger? I think an eagle is is bigger. What's the difference in like the sounds that they make? I feel like an eagle. I mean, an eagle screams America. I don't really know what a falcon screams. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, dude? let's move on to the next part of that bracket. <laughs> so yeah, just so you guys hear, uh, Reyes's picks or my picks. I have you know Palo Verde Magnet versus Valley Christian in round two. I got Coolidge versus Chinley in round two. I got Fountain Hills and Ailey Arnwood in round two. And then I got Thatcher and Holbrook in round two. And, I mean, we should say this. The clear favorite to come out of this part of the bracket is Valley Christian. They'd be favored in every single matchup that they're in, including the All the Smoke Tour. You know, they would be favored. And, you know, I, I just I think we should say that. But I think on this bottom end of the bracket, things could get very interesting with the Holbrook, you know, seeing if they can play against some of those bigger teams. Absolutely, and the bracket breakdown, we're only breaking down the really the first round, so mm-hmm. just stay tuned for the later rounds, but I mean, you're absolutely right, I think Valley Christian is fair to say, right, respectfully to all of the coaches and teams that are going to be competing, you're competing to beat Valley, right, and mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, let's move on to the next, the lower let's part of the bracket. The next one. Okay, so Reyes called this one, um, nah, not bro, the South Central, this. not the South Central region, but the Northeast region, I think I called it, right? You call this one the Northeast. Yeah, I call it the Northeast region. Don't act like you hate it. But no, I don't hate it, bro. I'm just saying. But before you just start saying, you know, I did all this stuff, dude. <laughs> I wasn't dogging on Hey, bro, you, dude. you always do that to the dog, dude. So I had to make sure. So number 19, Safford, faces off against number 14, Parker. Um, you got 22, Camp Verde, facing off against number 11, Winslow, bro. I don't even care today. I'm repping my Camp Verde stuff because I'm dude, so rep it out, bro. Hey, I'm repping we'll- it. Cinderella. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, but Camp Verde faces off against number eleven Winslow, twenty three Monument Valley uh, against number ten Page, a very familiar matchup. Uh, number eighteen Payson against number fifteen Sholo, another very familiar matchup. Actually, all of these are very familiar matchups except They've for all Safford. Play- 
versus Parker, if I remember right. Um, so let's kind of talk about this. You know, obviously you see the teams that have a bye three all the way through um, two, or, or you know what I mean? So, so let's talk through this thing, okay, in the Northeast region. You got Safford versus Parker. What are your thoughts on this? And actually, before we even do that, what jumps off the page at you at this this bottom end of the bracket? Anybody get an easy draw? Anybody get like a tough draw? Um, golly, I'm gonna say anybody get an easy draw. I think that who I think the tough draw is whoever ends up playing Yuma Catholic, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think that's a tough draw. I think if you're Monument Valley or Page, I think you almost like the matchup against Snowflake. Um, just because stylistically it's just totally different. Mm-hmm. Pace and Sholo and Gilbert Christian. That that one's gonna be an interesting matchup if I think the team that I think is gonna win gets through and plays Gilbert Christian. Um, mm. we'll I'm very yeah. That. I don't know. I don't think anybody really got like a shoe win or a very easy win. I think in this bracket, um, I don't want to say it's deeper, but I think like I said, you have Yuma Catholic and Gilbert Christian on one side of the bracket, which sucks that they have to go through each other. If they make it that far, you know, to ultimately face anybody in the top half. Uh, But like I said, you have a lot of physical physical teams in this uh, lower end of the bracket, if you think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are some for sure. And I think one of the things that sticks out to me is familiar opponents, right? So Camp Verde, we've played against Winslow, obviously, earlier in the season. Monument Valley, this will be their, I think, fourth time playing against page in a season correct i think they, they played two times before they played in the in the three and north tournament mind you monument valley bested page uh to get into that three and north championship so they played each other their fourth time that's super unique and then payson and shola have obviously played each other you know and we can pause and talk about the east right here and how crazy the east is but if blue ridge would have won last night every single team from the east would have gotten into the playoffs that just shows you how deep. Is that fair to say that the East was the deepest region this year? No. Dang. No. Still not going to give it. You can't give it to them, huh? No, I can't give it to them. Uh, I think. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. But but it's it, super still, interesting. You, you, you still think it runs to the South Central? Just say it, dude. No, I'm, I'm just say. saying, bro. Hey, just like, say it with your chest, dude. That's all I'm, I'm saying. Just, I'm not saying anything, okay? So let's go through this. Let's break this thing political down. Political loo, dude. Um, who do you think – let's start up at the top, 19 versus 14, Safford Parker. Who you got there? <sighs> this is tough, dude, because, like, these two teams are very interesting. I like how Parker plays. They do got a pretty good guard, and I think his name is Abraham, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm, uh, he, so. He's like a – I think it's Abraham. I hope I didn't like butcher his name or anything like that. So I'm sorry if I did, but Parker has been a very interesting team. We had a lot of high hopes for them. And in the beginning half of the season, we were, we were a little uh, shaky on them. I the it's right to say we're like, Mm -hmm. man, what's going on with Parker? They're not figuring it out. Why are they this and that? And if you look from January, they've just been kind of doing what they needed to do. Right. They played Yuma Catholic early at January 4th, lost 56 to 47, then they Which I thought again. that game was closer than what I was expecting. I, to me, that showed that Parker can compete, you know? They showed that they can p- compete, and this was at Parker High School when they went to Yuma Catholic. They ended up losing by 24. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. curious what happened around that time. Um, it's kind of hard to really judge, right, because, you know, respectfully, the West region's not very tough or not very deep. And so um, they got the wins that they needed to get the wins over. As far as, like, you look at Safford, I mean, Safford's in a pretty tough region overall, too. Sure. And, 
I, well, they, let's they just say been... this: the biggest thing that hurts Parker is the weakness of their region, right? Yeah, I didn't want to like really like say that just because you know. Well, it's not disrespectful. I think everybody in the small ball knows that you know the compared to like where you know the South or the Metro or even the North Central. I mean, this it's Parker and Yuma, and then it's everybody else. ALA West Foothills would have been a prime candidate to strengthen that region, but you know that's history. But you know, it's interesting that Parker could win and go on and face their region champion, you know? No, I agree with you, but I think, like I said, the tough matchup was Safford, right? Safford did beat, it's, it's very important to know, Safford did beat Thatcher on January 9th. They mm-hmm. beat him 67-54. to They beat Tank Verde. They lost to a push ridge by two. They lost to Palo by five. And then they lost to Sabino by nine. And so they beat the other teams that they needed to beat, you know, like Empire and, you know, Catalina, you know, poor Catalina, but it is what it is. Um, Mm -hmm. I like this matchup. Call me crazy, but I think I'm going to go with the Bulldogs to get the dub over Parker. They are going to face Yuma Catholic. Yeah, I think they pull the upset as well. I have Safford. I think that they have they've played against better competition throughout the year, and I think that they bring a different type of physicality that will be difficult for Parker to handle. I think Parker can play up to it, but it's just if they have it that night – uh, when they do face off against each other, let's move on to number twenty-two, Camp Verde versus number eleven, Winslow. This is very familiar territory for both teams. This is and the only time you really hear us talk about our team. This be weird. I know. Well, you know what's funny is like we were on the bubble. I talked about this on Patreon last night because we're recording this on Saturday. But the Ben Frank, we were sitting at twenty-three. Ben Franklin lost to ALA Ironwood, and we knew that they were going to drop, but we didn't know how far they were going to drop. Our only hope of making squeaking in the playoffs was if, because we didn't have any more games to play to boost our power points, but the only hope of us is if Ben Franklin dropped below us in power points and then bumped us up to 22. And we looked at it, and what was it? It was seven one-hundredths of a point that we were ahead of Ben Franklin. Correct. Which is crazy, you know, so... I was watching the the bracket reveal and I wasn't expecting us to get in and I was just like it announced the name and then I saw coach Walt calling me on my phone. I was like, "Let's go." So, you know, we're all super excited to just be able to compete in the state tournament. Super fun. But we've matched up against Winslow before. Winslow super well coached. Got some great kids over there. It's going to be fun. We're not going to give a prediction on this one just because obviously we're biased. So, I mean, if we're biased, you know where we would be at. But this is just going to be such a great, great matchup here. Um, it's, I mean, Winslow is led by so many great guards. They've got Isaac, their big, who is just playing at such a high level right now. I mean, he's a they tough got matchup for. They got Torres. They have so many different things, and and they have been in a dogfight gauntlet over in the East, and they end up finishing, I think, second in the East. Correct? Uh, yes, that's correct. Yeah, I think they finished second in the East. So, I mean, this is going to be a really fun match. No, they finished and third. They finished third. They finished third. Who was second? Second, I believe, was Sholo. Dang, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, the East was just kind well, of bananas Snowflake. this year. They all just they beat themselves up like crazy. Oh, Snowflake. And, it was um, Holbrook, Snowflake, Winslow. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, there's just going to be some great guard play in this game. You know, from you got Gage Russell, from Camp Verde, you got Caleb Bahi, you got Jug, the juggernaut, right? You got Christian back um, for Winslow. Center. 610 center, you know, transfer just now eligible. Just kidding. That's just a joke. <laughs> uh, but Winslow's got some great guards and great bigs there. So it's just going to be a really fun matchup on the road again. 
And, you know, maybe I'm going to bring some extra heaters uh, for the locker room there because that's what I gifted Winslow for Christmas. But um, but super excited for this matchup and just super excited for, for the opportunity to compete. So Cant Verde versus the Bulldogs tips off on Wednesday. So super excited about that. And then moving on to the next round, whoever wins would face off against a super great physical Northwest Christian. Familiar. Um, very familiar, right? Now, I don't think Northwest Christian has played against a Winslow, but we've definitely played against a Northwest Christian. Mm-hmm. And um, just kind of interesting matchups there as well for that part of the bracket. So, yeah, super cool. Let's move on to the next one, okay? Number 23, Monument Valley versus number 10, Page. Um, you know what, dude? Hold on. I got to say this, right? For I talked about us. I named some kids. Dude, I got, I got to mention Jujo. I didn't even say him, but he's just such a dog, bro. I mean... You know, I think he was leading the 3A in rebounds at one point, or maybe he was number two in the 3A in rebounds, and he's like a 5'10 guard. Like, he's just – he is the dog. No, hey, don't do him with 5'10. You know he's a little bit taller than that. You Okay, you're talking like a classic recruiter, but he's the dog that ate the other dog. Okay? So <laughs> hey, bro. Let's just, let's just, What's let's your just problem? move on. Okay. Um, I got to give him a shout out too. So, Golly, okay, man. So, um, you've got uh, 23 Monument Valley facing off against number 10 Page. So – I mean, this is one that, bro, it's a coin flip. I don't even know if I favor Paige in this matchup, bro. Paige is two and one in the series heading into this matchup. I know, but I mean, did you watch their, did you watch their matchup in the 3A North though? Paige struggled against Monument Valley. They struggled against the pressure of Monument Valley. I know. I think that Coach Smith is going to, I mean, like I said, shouts out to Monument Valley, but I don't know. I'm just a believer in Coach Smith, man. And I think that Tyree Stingley as well, I think. Everybody has off night, dude, but I think he's going to come mm-hmm. ready, and I think he's going to be ready to lead his team, and they're going to play against, you know, number seven, Snowflake. Sure. Yeah, I know, I know. So that's good, man. Um, but just say, no, just say you got Monument Valley. Just say it, dude. No, that's I mean, cool. I have Paige. I, I think Paige is going to win, but it's just going to be interesting. It really, all these games in the 3A North are just like a coin flip, dude. It's crazy. It really is. Okay. Payson and Sholo, which is another familiar matchup. Same thing, Golly. bro, but that's a, that's a coin flip, right? If you look at that. And, and no, it really is because Payson did beat Sholo, I think, right before – or this week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I think they did. Payson wins right. against Sholo, 84-78, to 78, and that one is at home. Yep. And, the, I mean, Payson's also another really hot team coming into this. They have wins over Blue Ridge, Sholo, and Winslow, uh, one of those being at Blue Ridge, right? So – I mean, Payson is is a team that is playing really well right now. Sholo has been very up and down throughout the year. But, man, they've got some awesome firepower. They've got some great forwards. I mean, they're coming – I mean, they have a great win against Winslow right at the end of the season, which is February the 8th, which I think was Friday or Thursday. Correct. I think it was Thursday. 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 Um, so, but before that, they had lost to – they had lost four in a row. Holbrook, Snowflake, Payson, and Blue Ridge. So, it's good that they got it's that win over Winslow. Though, dude. It's a gauntlet, though. So, I mean, it's, you know, I get it. That just is how it is with this region play. But you have Payson and and Sholo facing off against each other. I honestly, it's such a coin flop. I'm just going to give it to, I, I favor the person who's at home. So, I favor Sholo like crazy in this one. And I say like crazy, I, it's probably like a five-point game. But I favor Sholo to move on to face off against Gilbert Christian. Anderson Hatch is going to have to have a huge game. And that's alongside with Preston Powers. Mm-hmm. Um Two just high level seniors just gonna be going at it. And I guess I agree with you. I think Shola, I think the Cougars are gonna get it done at home in the Cougar Den to face off mm-hmm. against Gilbert Christian in the next round. So this is the three A bracket that we want to just break down and talk about. 
these are our picks of everybody who, you know, sticks out to us. I mean, we didn't give a prediction for our game, which is fair, you know, but uh, for every other game we give predictions, let us know what you guys think about these predictions. We want to hear about it. And we're just super excited that the playoffs are finally here for the 3A. Are you ready to move over to the 2A? Or is there anything else you want to say about the 3A? Anything that I've missed? Nope, nothing. Let's move on to the next uh, conference. <laughs> okay, let's go into it. Let's get into it. <clears throat> so for the 2A, the playing games already took place. And I should mention this too, right? In the 1A, there are... Um, the, the first round is already done and they're moving on into the quarters that happened on Saturday, which is the day that we're recording this. I'm not sure when I'm going to release this Reyes. I might release it today. I might release it on Monday. I don't know dude, when release it today, bro. Should Give I, the fans, dude? I, I almost feel like I should, huh? Give the um, people what they want. But anyways, we, um, so the 1A is going on right now, but because we focus so much on the 1A in the previous weeks, uh, we uh, we wanted to focus a lot on the 3A and the 2A because the 2A's plans are done. There were no upsets in the 2A plans. Uh, so, you know, there were some really interesting scores from the 2A plans. There were. Uh, namely, I want to say this. You know, I, I mentioned that Arete Prep is a very interesting matchup, and they were matched up against, I think it was. Hopi. Hopi. And I got some flack for that. People were like, Arete Prep can't compete, whatever. Hey. Did you see the score to that game? 80-79. Dude, huge night for uh, Hopi's uh, Arate guard. Prep was – I know. Their guard had 40 in the game, which was impressive. I think it's Isaiah. Um, yeah. but But he had 40 in that game. But Arate Prep was a team that was really peaking at the right time. So, I mean, they end up surviving. But here's the first part of the bracket here. The 16 is set for the actual playoff brackets for the 2A. So we just wanted to break this down. Hey, did you see, Coach? You didn't see the show, huh? But Coach Crooms was on the AIA online was he? Um, live show. Shout the mics Coach weren't Crooms. working, so you couldn't really hear much. Uh, but Coach Crooms is there. And, like, I mean, we know Coach Crooms can be kind of a loose cannon sometimes. And, you know, Coach Crooms was very composed, very professional. It kind of made me sad. I wanted Coach Grooms to just kind of be himself. And not that he wasn't himself, but, you know, there was a lot no, that we, was left No, we on want the outlandish takes. We want Dude, everything. there was a lot that was left on that interview table, bro. I'm just saying. I wish he just would have been like, I'm coming for gold. You know what I mean? Dude, I, like just, I love it, man. So let's talk about this. What sticks out to you? This is the top end of the bracket, right? <sighs> what Academy, sticks out sorry. to you about this? Kingman Academy. Shouts out for them getting in, dude, which is amazing. They... Mm. Um, they they had a pretty good year overall. Like I said, you know, it's no slouch to make it to the Sweet Sixteen. It's just tough that they got the short end of the stick, and you know they're going to face. <laughs> hey, very, I just remembered tough. to tell you this, bro. You're getting dogged on on social media. Did you know that? No, but I'm glad. You said last week your dark horses were. I don't. I think it was for the one A, but like all of your dark horses lost. lost. And somebody comment. Hey, somebody commented. And they were like, they no, were no, like, no, hey, no. all your dark horses are done, no, dude. No, no, no. Like nice prediction. <laughs> Well, did you see the Cicero game? Yeah, it was close, dude. It was crazy. Dude, all my dark horses almost won. That's why they're called dark horses for a reason. Now, That's am true. I a little That's upset right. they lost, bro? Yeah, it is. It's kind of a freaking, you know, kick to the you-know-where, but it is what it is. But anyways, mm -hmm. let's move on. Kingman Academy, Santan Charter. You have Heritage Academy versus Horizon Honors. You have Bisbee versus Phoenix Christian. Veritas Prep versus Leading Edge. The best matchup in this game for me is Heritage and Horizon Honors. 
Mm. Yeah. You know, in the live show, the guy was talking about Horizon Honors, and he was like, they're led by Mc, Mc, McNiney. I hope I'm saying Jesus that right. Christ. And I That's literally, me. you know, That's like... Me. You know, I literally, Coach Henderson from Horizon Honors, you'll laugh at this, but I literally was looking at the TV and I was like, it's mac bro. Like, how do you not know that? But it's kind of funny. Bro, um, they don't care about the small ball, dude. They don't care, dude. They act like they do. No, they I'm just kidding. They act like they do. I, sh- I, shouldn't, so I shouldn't have said they... that. I'm just kidding. It's not no, true. No, you should quit playing. Um, quit being politic Lou, dude. I'm tired of this. For the so, fans listening, dude, it's time to rise up. No, I'm just kidding. Just, oh, my gosh. Just, an insurrection, dude. Oh, my okay, gosh. Okay, so, so, but let's talk about this, though, right? Heritage Academy, we got to give some love here. You know, respectfully, I think Santan Charter, Kingman Academy, Santan Charter is going to handle their business there. They're going to advance. But Heritage Academy Horizon Honors is very interesting. The eight and the nine seed. Heritage Academy punches their ticket into the playoffs, and it is their first appearance in playoffs in school history. Their school has huge. never – they've never made it there, which is crazy when you think about that. I want to make sure that I get this right because I don't want to miss anything. But, yes, it is the first thing – it's the first time in school history that they have made the playoffs. So huge shout-out um, to Coach G over there who has just done an, a phenomenal job with this group. Their kids are playing confident with the high, like, at a really high level. But so is Horizon Honors. And Horizon Honors obviously has the advantage height-wise. I think Heritage Academy has the advantage guard-wise. W- what are you taking this? It's tough, right? You have a very, 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 very dynamic guard in Cameron Irby. And Bro, that was, like, that was like four varies, dude. I know. Sorry. I, had a, I was going to yawn, but I, I just dragged it out so I didn't yawn. And then... <laughs> You want me to be honest, right? Like, that's true. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I have a problem. I, if you guys haven't noticed, I do yawn a lot, and I'm sorry for that. But it just is mm-hmm. what it is. And then you guys say you're very talented, you know, forward in Matthew McEnany. Nice job, bro. Dude, Coach Hendy, if you're hearing this, bro, I deserve something for getting that right. Um, but these two teams have met before. They met in the Coyotes Invitational. Uh, Heritage was able to get the win 55-48. to 48. Now they meet again in the playoffs. This is a very – it's such a good matchup, right? Because they do match up very well to, like, you know, obviously different styles. You have one that's pretty guard-heavy, and then you have one where Horizon Honors, we all know that they're built in their guards, but Matthew, Matthew has just been playing out of this world. He's been, you know, doing mm-hmm. what he needs to do and carry his team. I am going to go – I cannot deny Horizon Honors, um, and I'm going to go with Horizon Honors again the dub over Heritage. So I'm going to actually go the opposite way. I, I favor Heritage in this matchup, right? We talk about one of the most important things in the playoffs is taking care of the basketball and really good guard play. And I think Heritage Academy has a little bit better guard play than Horizon. Now, Horizon still has great guards. I just think Heritage has a little bit better. I think that's going to be a key to this game. Whichever guards can play better and have less turnovers and make more impact plays, I think that's going to be the one that win. Horizon Honors is has a really tough zone. So Heritage Academy is going to have to be ready for that because it's it's really interesting and it's you can like kind of practice against like your your scout team, but they don't have six seven running around being super active. So it's hard to really prepare for something like that. It's also at home, and that gym feels very small, and it makes McEnany almost feel like he's six ten or something like that. You know, so. Uh, I, I'm going to give it to Heritage Academy, but this is going to come down to the wire. Horizon Honors has got a great opportunity here to advance and meet against Santan Charter. I agree with you, but – oh, no, I agree with you. It's going to be a great matchup between Santan Charter, but I got Horizon Honors. 
Um, say you picked the other one. I know, okay, my so bad. Bisbee versus Phoenix Christian. I mean, how how can you count out Phoenix Christian? Did you see their last game of the schedule? It was against McClintock. Yeah, dude. Which is, you know, I wish that game was earlier in the year, not so late. Um, mm. But hey, you don't like that later in the year, huh? I don't like that later in the year. I I, I wasn't really a fan of it. Um, Why? I, I mean, I like what's the your fact beef that, with that? It's just a game, dude. Dude, but later in the year, dude, like I don't know, it like it could. You don't really want to have hurt. like a crazy hard test right before the playoffs, dude. Come on now. No, not like that, dude. Because like anything can happen. Someone can get hurt. Like I don't know. It doesn't really benefit McClintock at all. Because um, what if they would have lost and stuff like that? Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get that. As far as the overall, if you if you look at it, just the optics of it, but like you know, shouts out to Phoenix Christian because they besides that, dude, they were they're just been on a tear. After mm-hmm. the loss of Phoenix Country Day, they just kind of, yeah. They've been just, rolling, bro. They've been playing so tough. They've just been putting in work. And so, you know, shouts out to Bisbee. Shouts out to Jose Mendez. You know, tremendous three-point shooter, you know, and stuff like that. Great guard out of Bisbee. It's going to be a tough tough challenge and tough uh, task to take on the Phoenix Christian Cougars with that long athletic guards. And like I said, they got six, seven forward and Bryce Anderson, who's just tough, mm-hmm. period. There's just nothing yeah, really to say I don't about think Bisbee is going to have enough here. I mean, Phoenix Christian's Anderson is just playing at a whole nother level. And I think he has really stepped into that role that, that he needs to be in, and he's kind of their guy. And I'm just super excited to watch him compete in the playoffs, dude. It's going to be fun. I agree. Okay, let's move on to Veritas, Veritas and Leading Edge. Edge leading Edge is interesting because Leading Edge did just drop one to Arate Prep. They did. But this is a Correct. team that is loaded with great guards. And, you know, Veritas Prep is a team that has had some really great moments throughout the year. But I'm going to go with leading edge on this one because of their great guard play, because of their ability to shoot the ball at a high level. And, I mean, leading edge and Coach Joe, they've just got, like, that it factor where they can just rise up to the occasion and they perform when they really need to perform. I agree with you. And, like I said, these teams already met before. Leading edge did get the dub over Veritas. It was fifty seven forty nine. Um mm. I, I I think I agree with you, man. Leading edge is shooting just really separates them from a lot of teams. And like I said, when they're ready to play and when they come ready, they're a very tough team to, you know, beat. And so I agree with you. I'm gonna go leading edge over Veritas. So just to repeat that, we have Santan Charter. Well, this is mine. This is my bracket breakdown. I have Santan Charter facing off against Horizon Honors, and then I have Phoenix Christian facing leading edge. And I have those same matchups, except Heritage is meeting against Santa and Charter. In my mind. Malachi Graham Morrow is going to have a pretty big night, I think, for Veritas. Or for a leading edge against Veritas. Leading edge, sorry. yeah, for leading edge. Okay, let's move on to okay. the next part of this bracket. This is the bottom. Oh, yeah, by the way, that was the top half. This is the bottom half now. Okay, so in the bottom half, we have a really super interesting matchup of Hopi and Rancho. Okay, this is a weird um, matchup, dude. It is because, like, I'm gonna I'm, I obviously pick Rancho in this, but, but it Hopi can get is crazy. a team. Hopi is a team that can get kind of bananas, dude. So I mean, I agree. You know, with Coach, you. I say this. Coach Trigg knows this way more than me even saying it. But like, man, they've just got to be ready for the chaos that Hopi can create. And I think a key for them is going to be putting Hopi away early. If they can do that, I think they're going to be just fine. But if they give Hopi a lot of confidence and start to turn the ball over. I mean, Hopi's going to be – they can just make shots, and Hopi rises to the occasion too. So this is a really good matchup. 
I did hear a, a stat from uh, the the live game, the live bracket show that I liked. Mm-hmm. That Rancho is seventy-seven and two against other two-way teams, and I don't know if that's if that's one hundred percent accurate, but it sounded really cool. So I'm gonna throw it out here. It can't be that far off because Rancho doesn't lose that much to other two-way squads. Uh, so, so I mean, yeah, Coach Trigg and, and Sagith and um, and Miller are gonna be ready to, ready to go. And um, I, I have them winning against Hopi, but this is an interesting matchup if, you know, for, for them. No, I agree with you, man. <laughs> Golly, it's, it, that's a fun one, honestly, if you don't. I know, dude. Like, I cannot wait for this matchup. And, and like, it's hard to, like, say, right, because, like, <laughs> it's, it's, real, it's a really weird one to break down just because, like, Hopi's just different. Just all I got to say, Coach Trick, just watch out for the freaking claw, dude. Claw. Dude, the claw. Hey, if you want to know more about that, let us know. No, I'm just kidding. We won't give you information. <laughs> but maybe if you do, we'll let you know. The claw, dude. It's it's lethal, bro. It's crazy. It is lethal, dude. And you, Anyways, if you don't know, you'll know in the game and you'll be like, oh, that's what they were talking about. The claw. The claw. Um, Phoenix Country Day versus Morenci. Um, I like this matchup. I think Morenci has been a very interesting team, too, to watch. I was just looking at the bracket and stuff like that. So... We'll, we'll jump right back in. But I was just looking at like the bracket, like so, like the first round for three A starts on the on Wednesday the fourteenth, and then they play again on the seventeenth, which is Saturday, and then two A they're all in Prescott. So now mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make a decision if I'm going to be in the Valley, going to go check out one of those games, or do I go to Prescott and just sit in a gym all day? You know what I mean? <sighs> Man, those are two tough choices to make. <sighs> I know. Maybe we'll have to That's do a tough. poll. Maybe we'll have to do a poll because, like I said, like Where all those two A teams. All those two ATs are literally gonna be in Prescott. You know what I mean? All day, mm-hmm. and then you know, and for the two for the three A second round, they're still at their individual schools. So you only get to yeah. get check, check out multiple games or one game. I think that's an easy one. I think you check out multiple games, but you can't miss the atmosphere of being at a, a home game. You know what I mean? It's just different. Maybe just check out a couple of games and drive down back to Phoenix, and I, I don't know. So. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll have the fans vote, anyways. Um, so now, yeah, now we have PCD versus Morenci, as I was mentioning. Hey, I'm going to put Morenci on upset alert here. Um, <sighs> I think I think Phoenix <laughs> Country Day, although Morenci is is playing its best basketball as of recently in like recent years, I think Phoenix Country Day is a really tough squad that has a lot of really key pieces that they're going to need to keep advancing. I know I keep harping on guard play. But PCD has really, really good guard play, and they have the shooting that they're going to need. They've also got size, athleticism. Morency has some of that, too. I just think PCD has a little bit more of that, and they're going to be ready to go. My thing is, I just have a weird feeling that Morency might out-tough PCD. Yeah, and that, that's a um, legitimate argument, I think, you know, because that was coming I, into my mind as I'm looking at this matchup. Yeah, because I think it is fair to say that, you know, Country Day does have the better guard play, I think. But I think Morenci and, you know, PCD, they're both very athletic teams. Morenci mm-hmm. is very physical and tough. They're a rebounding machine. Not saying PCD isn't. You know, they got LeQuay Jerkins down there, you know, doing work in the post. Yeah, he and does in the great. paint. But I think that Morenci's big, too. Hey, also. hey, hold on. We got to talk about this pretty quick, bro. Dude, hey, you, you're right. LeQuay. <laughs> Dude, bro, we I, I understand that you guys got the dub over us, bro. But Shouts out to I don't even remember Buddy's name. Shouts out to Twenty One, you know, for showing love to the we pod. We gotta tell a story. We gotta tell a story. Okay, let's, let's go back and then shouts so, out to you, Twenty One. So, so we played against PCD, and it was at our place, and we ended up losing. 
And, you know, in our mind, we thought we really had to win that game in order to make it into the playoffs. So we were super mad, super pissed off. Going through the line, one of the kids from PCD was super nice. And he was like, hey, man, love the podcast. Sammy, so, Bro- you know. Sammy Brodsky or Brodsky. Shouts out yeah, to you, Sammy Brodsky. And it was Sammy super Brodsky. cool. And, if and you're I felt paying bad. attention to this, listen, up. shouts out to you, bud. I felt bad because I was like it's not such a, in the right headspace for timing, it. Timing, timing. Right. I just, I wasn't in the right headspace for it. So I felt really bad about it. But, um, you know, right behind him was Jerkins, and he was like, yeah, not me. And he was like, why? And, you know, Jerkins, hey, bro, he said, a one, though. They're like, bro, he, he, said, he said, one of them said that I can't dribble. <laughs> 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 so, you know, Jerkins, just to get it clear and out in the open, all right? We love that you, was buddy, Ray, That was Reyes that said that. Oh, that was me. Just, oh, 100% just, that just was me. throwing him under the bus. If he's and talking about on the podcast or he's talking about on the bench, because that was me. Because every time he caught the ball, we we said, hey, like, push him out and, you know, whatever. He just did. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. Shots out to Nothing but Quay, respect bro. and love for your game, Jerkins. You're a tough player. You do great for PCD, all right? So we're just showing you some love. I, hey, that's that, a funny that story, bro. That made so much. Like, when yeah. I couldn't dribble, that's <laughs> so funny, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, Sammy Brodsky, like I said, shouts out to you, but again, for the third Appreciate time. Appreciate you. It was, he was just like, man, love the pop, blah, 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 this, all this and that. And we're just like, yeah, man, thanks. And we're just like, dude, this is like the like just the worst timing ever, right? And it then. Is. You don't love the podcast? How come? One of them said I can't dribble. I just, that's just great. So um, funny, dude. Hey, I in the, pick in the, in the trench, hey, In the trenches, bro, it gets tough, dude. And you it say some tough. things. Like I said, it we're we're tough. opponents for like that 32 minutes. But afterwards, it's like you said, small ball overall at the end of the day. Um, you got it's PCD. True. Even though I just, even though I shouted out Brodsky and I know we just shouted out Laquay, I'm going to go with Morenci. It's at Morenci. I think <laughs> Morenci might get the crazy dub. And. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, would no, it be? Fair. I I need to look at six and eleven, but would it be an upset if Morenci did beat PCD? I mean, perception you know maybe, but I mean, uh, literally by numbers, it wouldn't be. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Okay. Anyways, uh, it's like when um, Pat Bro. McAfee was talking about the Georgia, you know, going all out, this and that, blah 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 blah, blah and he's like, "Give me Alabama." That's pretty much Dude, what he did. Dude, that right was so funny, and yes, that is what you just did. Okay, Anyways. I didn't even see this matchup until just now, but number 10, Highland Prep at number Crazy seven. Crazy matchup, dude. Pima. Wow. Now, this isn't – wait, hold on. You said that all these games are in Prescott, right? They're in Prescott, dude, and these games okay, are you. on Saturday. Yeah, this, yeah. yeah, the 17th – or no, 16th, which is a Friday. This one's a, the next round. So the first rounds are all on Friday, which, you know – if Lou is about this grind, which he claims he is, technically there's nothing going on the 16th. And That's he's true. really small ball overall because his school doesn't believe in, you know, teaching and helping kids, impacting kids' lives on that day for whatever reason. He okay, can be there. Here we go. That's good. That's right. That's awesome. Um, Highland Prep <laughs> versus number seven, Pima. Pima. Who do you got? I'm putting scary hours on this one, but who do you got in this, bro? I don't know, dude. I literally like here's Despi- what I'm saying, okay? What if if saying? I if I set aside my my feelings and my inhibitions and I'm just picking based off of what I think. Um I, if I'm just picking based off of what I think. You know I think I'm going to go gonna I'm going to go with Pima on this one. Isn't that a weird I think Isn't that a weird feeling to say though? Like you're like thinking that, right? And it's just right. doesn't feel right. Now Highland Prep, Cohen Hill, all the other players they got like They've got great guards, and and they're and you know they they shine in the tournament. They play so well in the tournament. I'm gonna go with Pima on this one 
because I just think they have been together all year long and they're very cohesive. They're tough. They're physical. You know how they're going to play Highland Prep. They're they're still, you know, they they had some issues with some things throughout the year, namely Presley eBay's injury. But you know they they've rebounded from that and they're playing okay. But it's it's hard to recover from two big losses like that, you know. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm looking at these and I, I got a favorite Pima on this one, but Highland Prep is going to be for sure. Um, they're going to be right there on the edge. I think it's going to be a close game too, but I am going to agree with you as well. I think. I think both teams were battle-tested throughout this year. Oh, absolutely. They're both battle-tested. They're both battle-tested, but, like, I just – yeah, I think the cohesiveness and the togetherness of Pima is really – like, the physicality, right? This is at Pima, too. Long drive. Mm-hmm. You look at all the scenarios, right? I mean, I'm at the rock with Pima on this one, too. But uh, shouts out to Highland Prep, dude. But I, I got the Rough Riders. Yeah. Okay, and then we move on to our last one here is Round Valley versus number two, ALA. The Elks, this is an dude. interesting matchup, you know. I, I'm going to go with ALA on this one. You know, I've thought the world of ALA all season long, and it doesn't change now. They, they haven't had as good of a regular season as I thought they would have. But sometimes that's better for the playoffs, right? Who, ALA? They still come in, ALA. They've um, lost they, one game, buddy. Yeah, but if you look at, like, how they performed in some, like, tournament stuff and all that, they haven't had as good of a showing as I thought they would have had. Um, and you, if you look, you you know what I'm talking about there. Um, I know, I know, I know what you're talking about. I'm saying they lost. I know, I know they lost those one games in the, each of those tournaments to like perennial right. teams, right? Like that's it. That's all I'm hey, saying. Hey, so hey, all I'm saying is this, dude. Shut your mouth. Give Coach me Myers Lu- got it, huh? Give Coach me Lutheran. Got it, huh? <laughs> yeah, dude. Myers got this, bro. Myers, if you're listening, bro, yotes all the way, <laughs> dude. What is it like this? Yeah. No, I would favor ALA. Yotes, dude. Um, for sure. Give me my merch, oh. baby. Come on. Now, now, Round Valley, they've got a lot of stuff to say about that, too. Uh, they're going to be a tough matchup. They are no pushover as they head over to ALA. But I think ALA has the... I think the I Yotes mean, are hungry, about, buddy. But you talk about like all of the things that they have going for them on top of that. They also have experience. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like They have a really good playoff experience as well. So I love them in this matchup, and I have them advancing. Yeah, Round Valley's tough, though. I mean, if you look at who they've played and who they've beaten, dude, they're no slouches, dude. And some of the they're teams not, they've lost not to. Not at all. To who they've lost to and stuff like that. It's crazy to think like, when we went to Round Valley and we were talking to their coach, and we're like, man, what happened to your guys' like 6'8 kid or whatever it was? And, you know, obviously yeah. he made the decision he did. It's always like that what if, like putting the what if theme music. Like what if he was there? Mm-hmm. How if? different would dude, Round Valley be? this team would not be a 15 seed. This team would be a top five team. I agree with you. And so it's crazy to say, but I think the Yotes are hungry. They're starving. And elk is what's served for dinner. Dang, bro. That's crazy. That's pretty Okay, so, so you can take the graphic off here now. But are there any other – is there anything else you want to talk about with the 2A before we get out of here? Because that concludes our version of the bracket show and our, break, and our bracket breakdown. Um, no, I don't got anything really to say, dude, just, you know, for all the teams that are going to be competing, you know, on Wednesday or, you know, this Friday, whatever it is and Saturday, just good luck to you guys. Like I said, just stay together when times get tough in the day, in the game, you know, basketball's mm. game of runs and just learn how to persevere together. And hopefully only one team gets to win that night, right? Only one team gets to get happy. So just hope it's you guys. That sounded weird, bro. Only one team gets to get happy. Like that's just kind of an odd way to say that. 
One team gets to go home happy. Think about it. Yeah, that that's better. Just one team gets to get happy. That just that just my bad, weird, dude. dude. I'm sorry. No, I'm just, it's all good, dude. Uh, you know, honestly, all day and all at work this whole week, dude. I've just been motivational already, dude. I've been teaching yeah, third graders about accountability. Just Dang, teaching kids about third graders about accountability. They can't even spell just, it. Just grinding, huh? Can you spell accountability? I can't, but I know what it is. So can, yeah. can you try to spell it, please? Just please try to spell sure, it. Sure, dude. I'm not gonna try to spell it right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning into the Arizona Small Ball Podcast and for our version of the live bracket breakdown. We hope you guys all have a great weekend, get some rest, and we're so excited to watch you guys compete this week in the playoffs to all the players and the coaches. Good luck to you guys, and we will catch you at some point again next week.